In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Sammy Sage I'm having a relationship with my pizza and Aileen Drexler I'm gonna make you girls a hump day treat in a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram Just doing my workouts Tuesday's arms and back but feels anything but in real life Is butter a carb? Yes This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie from people who understand the struggle I'm on the third day of my cleanse diet Hello, and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. And I'm Jared. You all know Jared. We are back. I think this is the last time you're going to be on before Aileen returns from maternity leave. So we are, you know. I'm I'm happy to help out, and I'm happy to, you know, be that. You know, I like coming on with both of you, but this has been nice, too. I'm, you know, I'm happy to, like, uh keep keep the, the 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 light aflame so to speak yes yes <laughs> the flame a light the light flame a light aflame. light a flame i think it could be either yeah the torch um, of brewing i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's definitely a different dynamic um like interviewing one on one it's a totally just different vibe for me um is this uh, yeah. hold on sorry to interrupt but is this the last episode before she comes back or is this my no. last episode no this okay. is your last episode okay <laughs> this yeah. is not this is Jared's this is not last, the last epi- episode last, okay but to uh, the audience, the time is dwindling. The okay, time is so dwindling. Aileen is going to be back before you know it. What has been the – has there been any takeaways from kind of talking these things out one-on-one with differing people other than, mm. you know, you and Aileen have a dynamic. You kind of know if there's a subject, you kind of know which way she's going. You know which way you would normally go. You guys have a long-standing relationship, uh, and that's a great thing, and that's why people tune in. But these – Episodes with differing people. What's been like kind of the big difference for you? Honestly, I prefer I what I realized is that I prefer a one on one podcast. And the reason for that. Yes. And I also feel that way when she's on the podcast. Like I prefer to do it just with her Mm -hmm. than to usually have a guest. Um, I just find it like easier to go like ping ponging back and forth. Um, Whenever I can, I feel like. You know, I now like a, a like a one on one interview with a guest, especially if it's a guest that like I know really well and like I have a relationship with them from following, because then it's like, okay, I know like exactly what I want to get out of this person. Totally. Versus like a two person interview, which can you know obviously that can be great and have its own like amazing dynamics too, but you yes. know I think just for me I find it easier to like take cues when I'm one-on-one with someone. Two-person interview is a lot of, and it, it can be good too, but there, unless you, well, for you and Aileen, I'm sure it's easier, but if you're with someone that you don't know that well and it's like three different people, it's a lot of like you, someone holding the door and being like, no, you go first. No, you go first. There's so much time that's not spent um, 
doing what you want to do, you know, like on other things. There's apologies that could just not be there. Totally. Also, when I when I converse one on one, I always think about how um, basically like I really I have to only I have to only grapple with myself which direction I'm going to take the conversation in. Mm-hmm. You know, because when someone talks for a while, you're like, oh, I could ha- I could like grab onto that or I could grab onto yeah. like this other thing they said. But when you are interviewing with someone, you're figuring that out for yourself and with the other person. Sure. And then it's and like sometimes you have to leave something. Right. And then it's like, what is the most efficient way to get everything we want out of this conversation? Hard. Sometimes Aileen and I will text on the side. On, uh-huh. Honestly, we'll like, like <laughs> I message on the side, like you go next or like say this, you the know, beauty of zoom. Like yeah. you couldn't do that during uh, when it's like in person. Right. So we'll do that. Occasion- we'll do that when we're like, try- that's how we'll try to figure things out. So, um, yeah, but then it's like, you kind of get distracted cause you're like typing to each other and yeah. But like body lifestyle, what the, like the subject of this podcast, has there been any takeaways that you've been like? that has changed just in the last, you know, kind of not having Aileen here? I don't think it's like from not having her here. I think it's more just from like time passing and like me having my own path. I don't know if it would have been different if she were here. Like if I'm just sort of like on my own journey and, you know, is she, it's interesting because, you know, she's going to come back and she's obviously coming from this huge transition and I, you know, there's obviously that completely changes your perspective on all things body related. Totally. So I wonder, you know, bringing that new perspective into the show, I think will be really interesting. Obviously, we have a lot of moms who listen. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I think it's like, I don't I don't know if I like had any particular breakthroughs just because she wasn't here. I think it's more just like life went on. You know? No, I, I get it. I, I was... I'm interested. I do agree. It's going to be, it'll change the dynamic and it'll be, it'll change the conversations for sure. Like she's coming back in and I'm sure that first episode is you kind of interviewing her just to figure out what, you know, how does it feel? What's going on body wise? Like what a, you know, like a, what a roller coaster I would imagine. Right. It is a, it is a roller coaster. It's also like really hard for me to take myself out of it. And I'll give Mm. you an update about why is that I literally just scheduled like, um, like an egg freezing or like embryo freezing. And I'm pretty sure the dates of it are like a little bit nebulous because it depends on like your cycle and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But I think that I will likely be in the midst of that when she's returning from maternity leave. So we'll probably be – I actually think we will be recording our first episode of her being back while I am doing that. And I oh. I don't – and that it fell that way because I needed to do it like – the clinic basically like closes for Christmas. So you mm-hmm. can't start any new like cycles past a certain point. So I have to start it the day after Jordana's wedding. Oh, okay. I don't even know. See, I don't even know what the like. Like, you're talking to someone who has like, like, no idea. Like, and I, listen, I'm okay with that. And I, I just want to let the audience know, yeah. I am a stupid idiot. It's a two like, week thing. It's okay. like a two I, week. But, you inject yourself with hormones. Your stomach mm-hmm. gets large. So I'm looking okay. forward to seeing what I'll look like pregnant. Um, <laughs> like to me, like I, like you were like, I have to freeze my eggs, and I literally imagined. Like a carton eggs of eggs in a going in a freezer. Like I like this is like Looney Tunes 
thoughts that I'm having, and and and, and I know because I, you know, it's just so I, I, I'm laughing at how stupid I am. You know, I, well, you're not stupid. I should have known better because I was listening to you up on my walk yesterday, and mm. you were talking about how like the moms next to you are your peers, and how. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. The, right, yeah, it's the, so the, true. But do you like want to be one of those moms? You know, you're, you know. Do you feel any desire to be in that phase? A, a little bit. I, I, you know, I, I see my friends in the phase of like, like there is a. I think if we're talking pandemic dating, um, also your body. I think all. I, I would. I'm not, not going to speak for other people. I'll speak for myself. I'm definitely in touch with my age more than I was two years ago. But that also could be just being 36. I'm definitely in touch with like the passage of time and like. You know, I, I never really thought of like, I, and this is very male, I think. I never really thought of like, well, if I get married at 30, I can't have the kids until 32. Like, I've never done that math of like, what you know, the starting thing yeah. that I think women do from like 21. You know, like if I don't get married at 24, then. I'll be honest. I was not a mather until like very recently mm. where I'm like, oh, like if I want to have certain age kids by this age. That means, well, that's even why I'm doing this egg freezing at this time that I'm doing it. Like I'm trying to fit it in between, you know, shit that I have going on. So it's like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And time keeps moving. And like, I don't know. Time is wild. (laughs) Time is wild. and, And pandemic made time a little bit more wild. Like I was just thinking like, we're almost like we get to March and it's, two years since the start of that like you go two years like i don't know and i you know as you get older the frame becomes different like you know 10 percent of 30 is different than 10 percent of 20 so like you know how you look at a day and how long a day is and how long a week is that's why you start going man time flies as you get older so yeah i, I um so i again when we the you up conversation was that there were these women that are next to me and it's like a group of moms and they're talking about mom shit and I have no idea. And like, we're the same age. At one point, we were all talking about like finals and spring break, and they have moved on to like other topics. And I'm sitting here being like, yeah, I have no idea what they even like. We talk about two different things. Like, what you know? the fuck is a snoo? Yeah. A snoo? What the hell? Yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> it's, a, it's a baby thing. All the baby, okay. like, the baby brands are like, these I know the giraffe is a big deal. That giraffe thing. I think that that was the last baby the thing that I knew. Eat? I, yeah, I don't was even that know it? what that a was, giraffe hot. Maybe I'm even beyond that. I don't even that, know. I'm already losing it. Yeah. Speaking to that point, because I do feel like you've maintained like more of a sense of normalcy than a lot of people during the pandemic. Like you've sure. maintained your health. You've, you know, kept working out. You've been traveling to, to do shows and stuff. Yeah. And what I've really struggled with the pandemic is that like I don't have that normalcy in my life. And I'm just sort of every day to – I have to make myself do things. I have to really push myself because life takes the default now for me is in the apartment. Whereas so, before it used to be like out of the apartment, well, that's where I did work. That's where I had my appointments. That's where yeah. I socialized. And now my default is inside and then I leave for like special occasions, you know? So, but you, I feel like still, you know, have that outdoor oriented. It's funny that you say that because, you know, you uh I, I you know being a comedian your life my life was already kind of a pandemic lifestyle anyways you know mm-hmm. where it was like 
you know, I didn't have it. I had to like kind of create my own schedule. Like if you, if anyone is someone that worked from home before the pandemic, you were like, okay, this is kind of business as usual. And I, I, and then, you know, shows being gone, like it allowed me to be healthier, I think, because I wasn't like, you got, uh, you got to go to bed at some point, <laughs> you know, like, it's just like, that's what it is. I think now coming back, I'm not like, I, I was going to say this to you to start off. Like I've been talking about like how I feel like I'm on a good road. In the last couple of weeks, I was like really feeling like I'm on a bad road. Like I, you know, when you know you're on the precipice yes. of like really letting it all go, I really yes. think I'm <laughs> on that precipice right now. And a lot of that has to do with like the world coming back plus the pandemic stuff I was doing. Like I, you know, I think it all and also like leads back to alcohol. Like I'm drinking and you know, you, when you drink, it makes everything else a rush and it makes you feel like I don't have the time to do anything else. And then you get met, you start making difference. Like, I, you know, I, I, I've talked on this podcast a lot about drunk eating mm-hmm. and you know, just then your you start whole drunk- body slows down everything. And you know, I've been able, I like the pandemic almost like helped me because it made me like not do things. Like I couldn't do shows every night. I could do them on the weekends. So like my weeks were like a little bit less full, but like, I could allow myself to like go to bed at 10 o'clock, you know, like, and, and I think now that I'm doing shows every night and then traveling on weekends again and then podcasts during the day, it's like, I kind of have to figure out a way to readjust. And I, I, I feel myself in the, in the space that you're talking about where it's like, I got to figure out, I got to figure this thing out, you know, like I got to, and and pandemic, there wasn't much for me to figure out. It was just like workout podcast go to bed, maybe travel for a weekend, maybe not. And now it's like a whole thing. So I understand, I, I feel you on the like, how am I going to work this shit out? Like even last night I didn't do shows, it was Sunday night, but I still drank. And it's like, right. I drank more than I wanted to. And it, it was supposed to be this chill night and chill night, uh-uh, you know? But then it's like, that was fun, you know? like <laughs> I had a good time, but like, well, then I yeah. start doing this thing and I think like this is where – you know, being single and doing this comes in. It's like, how much fun did I have? You know, I don't like, know how much fun. I, did, rate the rate. What was your, well at, at your peak? How fun was the fun from a one to a ten? Um, a seven. That's very fun. Think about that. Is that it? was time you were in real life. You were not on your phone. I assume you were with other people. You know. Yeah, I I guess so. I don't know. I, I I guess I the seven gets ruined by like, you know, I was out last night with you know with someone just having a good time, and then, and then afterwards I was like, I'll have one more drink on my own, and it's like, why did I have to do that? Like, did you enjoy? Like, what what would you rate the drink? The on drink your own was on my own. Did you get back and you had the drink and you were like, ah, this drink is. Glorious. <laughs> or was I it just, just like a self-loathing, I need to just put myself to bed kind of drink? It was like a let me sit at the bar and decompress. Okay, let me so take all the hours that I didn't look at my phone and look at my phone and kind of have a drink and so like So it was a 10. And, <laughs> yeah, right. It was, that but it <laughs> it becomes I don't know, I guess I don't think of things that way. I, I like I you know, I came home and ate a bunch of Chinese food and I'm like I'm like I only ate the Chinese food because I did the extra drink. You know, like I I you know, you get down that road where you like and I think this is the problem with with alcohol and with like eating when you're drunk is like 
it doesn't even allow you to look back and go, that was a nice drink. You know, you, you besmirch the drink because the food ruined the drink. You know what I mean? Like, and you wake up and you go, why right. the fuck did I drink? Because then I ate the food. You know, it's, it's all attached. It's, well, it, it, it is. But, like, something that I would say is that, yes, you got yourself, like, off track. But maybe it helps to not beat yourself up to think about, like, what did I actually get out of this that was good? So that way it's not just all looking upon the drink as like, oh, fuck me, I had the drink. Then it's like, no, I got to decompress. And and then maybe over time you wouldn't feel this, like, all or nothing need to, like, ruin those moments for yourself. I, I agree with you. I think I do beat myself up a lot with this stuff. And I do think, like – it's um I'm I'm hard on myself. I think that's the product of like also like not having like I think like the world that I live has no promotions, no like like I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm staying in bed till ten. That was my thing this morning. I'm gonna stay in bed till ten. And the whole time I'm staying in bed till ten, I'm like, Jared, what the fuck are you doing? It's Monday. But then you gotta have to go, you worked all weekend. <laughs> you know, like you know, like you got you have to constantly remind yourself like you're doing okay. Huh. Right. You know, like you constantly have to do that. Well, I also think this like no division between work and play because it's all on the phone mm. makes you feel like you're not actually getting anything done. And like you're always fucking around when actually like a lot of what you're doing on your phone is work or facilitating future work. Yes. So there is. Well, the the separation yeah. is like I, I think I need a little bit more separation is, is probably the the thought that I'm, but I'm like, you know, I'm in Monday. I got to fix this house mode, you know, like yeah. I'm in like, I, you know, right. and then I get to Friday and I'm going to Buffalo and I'm like, you know, ah, you know, yeah. go out after the show, you know, got to have a Buffalo wing, you know, right. <laughs> like, it's like, well, I don't know. Your life is full of like really fun moments and like, yeah. you know, that's great. Like, would you trade those in to like be this like perfectly regimented, mindful person who's like, I only drink mindfully, and <laughs> then I always go to bed, and then I do my seventeen step skincare routine, and I always, you know, I definitely like, wouldn't be me. Like, I definitely you, wouldn't be like, able. That's not no, you. I wouldn't that's be able to I come on. With. DS, what's that? Yeah, that's what a, I grapple a, with. Like, it's like I'm just like it's not fucking me. Like, maybe I can get closer to it, but. I'm just not that person. Like I'm an indulgent person who likes to enjoy her food and her totally. drinks and like lie down, you know? So. Well, you know, it's like, it's, it's, and this is kind of what I've, the, my, during my health journey, so to speak, um, is coming to terms with when am I indulging and when am I just going, when am I off the rails? The difference right. between indulging and off the rails is like, I know it like like yesterday. OK, I got back. So this weekend I was in where the fuck was Toledo, Ohio. OK, <laughs> I was in Toledo, Ohio, literally a place I never thought I'd ever say I was in Toledo, Ohio in my life. And I was there and I the shows were a blast. I met a couple of Diet Starts Tomorrow listeners there. Everyone like was so nice and the shows were great. You know, we had some heckling moments that became fun, which is what a live show is all about. And you know, great time. And then I went out afterwards. To, there was like a bar, Louie. It's like it, it was in an area that was like a mall area. Like it was in Perrysburg, which is outside of Toledo. So it was in Perrysburg. I do probably 
10 to 15 minutes on stage out of a hour set about eating food weight. And I could do a half hour if I wanted to. So what I end up doing is I'll do 10 minutes of it. If they're into it, I'll go to 20 minutes, 15 minutes. If they're really into it, I'll get to 30. I never get to 30. So there's a point where people go, enough. You know, like you can feel it. <laughs> right, they're like, we get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get it. You, you fucking hate yourself. So it's like, um, but I, you know, sometimes a crowd loves it and that's okay. But like, it's all about, I, I truly like talking about body and weight stuff on stage. And I do think like, it's about connecting. It's not about feeling sad. And most of the time people get it, but I, enough's enough. I do understand. Um, so, but a lot of it is about lately. And this, I told the story on back for seconds, um, about McDonald's. going to the McDonald's. So I tell that story on stage now. So there's a huge chunk about how I'm addicted to eating at night. And so now that's because, so it's funny. Cause like after the show, there's like a bar Louie nearby, which is like, you know, fun bar with like, I would compare it closer to a cheesecake factory than a than anything else. They have they have okay. all the good the good appetizers. Long like, menu. And, long menu, great appetizers. Like they got the nachos with like something fun on it. They got yeah. the you, di- different types of wings it. and like good portions. They also have like the boneless wings, great portions. They have a pretzel that hangs off of the hook. You know, like the, you know all the all the good stuff. Oh, I'm such a sucker. <laughs> oh, I'm like, but also the I'm the same way. I'm like I am in, a, and so yeah. I go to the bar Louis afterwards, and there's people from the show. We start having drinks and we're having a nice time, and um, I, it's like a constant battle. Like, I was like, I can't order the food. There's so much shame involved. Like, I was like, I want to just order, like, a ton of stuff and, like, say to everyone that I'm with, like, all the people that were at the show, I'm like, dig in. Like, you guys are all nice people. Eat as much as you want. And right. I'm like, I can't do that after I spent 10 minutes talking about how I'm trying not to late night eat this my And then I'm finally like. Right. And, and it clearly was hanging in the air because they had seen your show and you're in a restaurant and it's, like, to- eating time. Is he going to do it or is he a normal person? And he was like just joking around about it. So I start drinking. We're all having vodka, sodas, whatever. And we're like, and I, but slowly I'm like, let me look at the menu. And then (laughs) I'm always that person. I'm like, all right, we're looking at the menu. Meanwhile, I like already know exactly what I want. I I want fries. I I want chicken tenders. I want some sort of vegetable. And I'm going to be like, are you all down to split? Blah, blah, blah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I picked out the menu. I know what we're having. Yeah. This big and then, song and dance. Let me read through. You know, yeah. like, and so I, I get the menu and I'm like, oh, and you, you're right. The sometimes my first look is to the vegetable thing. Let me find something that's like an in between. You know well, what I mean? Like vegetables like, that are like good and like honestly, like when you have a basket of of fried shit, a Caesar salad is like hits the spot. It's crunchy. It's cold. But the problem is we're hanging at a bar. So I'm looking for a... Shishito peppers. That would help. Shishito? What did you call them? I thought it was... Shishito. I thought it was Shishito. You might be right. Let me Google it. Shishito. Shishito? It's Shishito. 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 It's Shishito. And I'm thinking of... Oh, I'm thinking of the big... Shishito. I was like, the cicadas are back. Yeah. <laughs> Shishito peppers. Shishito. Okay, or like so, a Brussels sprout with some Parmesan. But it's also 1 in the morning, 1230. Like, 
you know, I, you know, I'm looking for something like I don't know what I'm even looking for, but I know what I'm going to get. So I get like legit everything. And it's like, yeah, now we're in this weird situation where I've just talked about eating on stage and late night eating. And then I'm like, you guys can have whatever you want. And they just know me from the show. Like, I'm sure they feel weird, like eating my food. Well, I'm they like, went but I to honestly, your show. Did they, didn't they buy tickets to see you? Yeah. Were they just like, there? No, they bought tickets and they were and they were like nice people that had fun at the show. So I was like, but I'm like, eat whatever you want. Like, I'm going to get a bunch and you can eat whatever you want. And, and I think they're like, does he really want us to eat his fucking food? Like, and I'm like, but I'm like going at it. You're like, this is just a vehicle for me to eat the food, damn it. Like, I don't care if you eat it, but you please do because then then I'll look embarrassed. <laughs> and then I'll eat less and I'll look yeah. more. But then like, they just didn't. it'll look more like we actually shared it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then they just didn't. And I'm just like sitting there eating. And I felt like a fool, you know? So it's like, yeah. And then I go, um, and then like we finish and like I walk back to the hotel and then like uh, two of the people were staying at the same hotel as me. And like, we're all like, we go to the pantry. I'm like, I'm going to grab a cup of waters. And then I go up healthy. to my room. <laughs> yeah, healthy. And we didn't need anything. I yeah. go up to the room and I say goodbye to them. And then I get into my room and I go, I can go back downstairs and I sneak back downstairs and get more <laughs> chips. And I'm like, and I'm like, what if they saw me? What if they were like, oh, we can't. <laughs> you still eating? But you could have done that yet? fun. You couldn't do 30 minutes on stage solo about this if you didn't have this problem. Like, I no, know I, that I you agree. like want to be different, but like you like this is like, would your life be fun? You know, you know what I mean? Like, I know it's torture, but I, eating is fun. Like Here, here's I what I wish was yeah okay here's what I wish was different but go ahead after this I, I just want here's the one thing I wish was different I wish I just didn't do the chips like fine like, okay. like that's the thing indulgence versus off the rails indulgence is hey everyone have some appetizers I had some chicken fingers what are you gonna do off the rails is you going back didn't down get to have everything you wanted because you were conscious about them watching what you're I eating I was so conscious I yeah was so, so you conscious. probably didn't actually get to be satisfied just saying. <sighs> I listen. I I know that when I'm sober, I know what satisfied is. Like like just now, I had breakfast. It was a cup, an egg white cup. I go to this one place, Eleventh Street Cafe. It's really kind of like a crunchy granola coffee place, but they're actually everyone yeah. there has a house in Vermont. Like everyone's loaded, but yes, they want to believe that they're not. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they want to believe they're they get it, but they don't. Right. And so I go to this coffee place every We're day. We're socialists. Yeah, exactly. And I get a egg white turkey onion cup. Okay. And, it's the, and I like I I always plug Alex Turoff. I've I've been working with and her. Four Zag. The, at Forzag at Alex underscore Turoff with an I, um, Alex with an I. So they've been a huge help to me. And I work out with Forzag, and I you know I call into Alex, and she helps me out a lot, especially when I travel. But I kind of like checked out this egg situation with her, and she's like, "That's a great portion. That's a great order." And now I kind of lean on it. And when I finish it, I'll go, the meal is over. Like, I ate my meal. Like, I do, I I don't feel full. Mm -hmm. I don't feel hungry. Right. I feel like a normal fucking person. And I, I know when I drink, I have no sense of what that normal feeling is. Well, I think sobriety, like, like drinking definitely hurts that. Like, as a, someone who smokes weed, I'm fully aware of that. But mm -hmm. also, I think as a dieter, there was always this, like, 
you have to save your calories for later. So Ugh. it's easier to feel satisfied and not hungry and not ravenous in the earlier hours of the day. I know I could personally, like in theory, not eat till 3 or 4 p.m. some days. Totally. But after that, it is – what? what's the thing you said last time? Like pretzel land or some shit? Like it's pretzel <laughs> It's a wash. It's pretzel time. Right. It's, it's like – um. It's a pretzel shower. Yo, I get it. Like, like I don't want – any more food in the morning like mm-hmm. a egg just does the trick but when mm-hmm. we're talking about 8 p.m maybe i'm sober maybe i'm not even if i'm i am it's like the whole my whole relationship with food at that hour changes I compared agree. to like earlier in the day and that i think is a side effect of dieting and always having to save your calories for the end of the day and then you get to like finish your calories and oh like, yeah it's that glorious time the, the idea that I'll have one slice of cheese because I was good today. And then you go, you were good today. And then you have 10 slices of cheese. Like that's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's right. what ends oh, up. It's I know protein. That. Protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that all too well. Yeah. It's like um, it's just a, a vicious cycle. But I will tell you, people who like to engage in this, like who don't like stare at the food and be and like act awkward with it. Like those people are no fun. Like. Or like people who 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 are like, yeah, let's enjoy this and like let's get food. Those are the fun people. Those are like that's who I want to hang out with. I, I did a joke on my last I have an album that's out. If anyone's on Spotify, the whole beginning is about dieting and stuff like that. And I do a joke about you can't be healthy and fun. Like those like those two things never rarely yeah. and like, the intersect. more yeah. And the more healthy you are the less fun you get. Like, I understand you can like generally be healthy and then you can like be fun. You mm. know, you can be just like fine, you know, but it's the like, consistent. Yeah. It's well, the commitment. it's the commitment. It's also like someone will be like, well, I like a hike. Yeah. But do you go get like beers after the hike? Like that's not like, you know, like, do you go, do you go like for a good lunch afterwards? Yeah. That, and yeah. do you overeat? Cause you went on a good hike. Maybe I'm saying like the more do you go after the hike and go kale, please. No, you don't <laughs> yeah. do that. So like, again, there's levels of these things, you know, like I think like what what the diet community, what the health community gets bogged down in is that it has to be my way, the way that's helped me or it has to be your way or it has to be this way. And it's like, I mean, this is the example I always bring on this podcast. It's like we're all we're all like mentally screwed up by this like the like all of us like it's a psychological thing it is not just diet and exercise if it was as simple as that we'd all be doing it no it's a mental blockage and we all have different blockages and so we're all trying to find our way around that block in our own way that lets us like live a happy life where we you know can live on every day and have you know relationships and jobs and all the other things that we need to have you know totally and if you don't have this problem, then you have a different problem. But I will just say, <laughs> if you are looking for a late night eating companion at Jordana's wedding, I'm your girl. Oh. I will always do like a post drinks truffle fries or a mini pizza, whatever, chicken fingers. I've yeah. never been more excited for a wedding. I, I got to say, I've been telling Jordana how excited I am. Such a great crew, like peak crew. Like that's okay, all I good. have to say. I'm he excited. Crew. I don't. I'm yeah. coming in blind. I the only crew I know is you three, and well, and you know your significant you know others kind else. of. I you know like, but I I'm excited. It is. Um, I'm excited to like. So on you up. I already said that. Like I'm taking notes. 
We're having a like the the fans. If you're a fan of the show, you're gonna love it. The the yeah. the post wedding show because I'm gonna be, yeah. you know, really getting in the weeds. You will get to know all those people who post the 360 degree Instagram stories of every bachelorette <laughs> you've ever watched us go on. You're gonna be like, oh, I recognize you. You're that I, yeah. tag. <laughs> like, you're that's all your the, yeah, you guys are all celebrities to me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, like we once had Nicole from our office, Pellegrino from our office like list out our friends i could do it to her friends too actually which is like the sad part <laughs> it is interesting how like if you follow like a group you get to know they're like your own version of a housewives show yeah you know the yeah. tags that go with the group and you're exactly. like oh they're this it, it's creepy but it's also like unavoidable so don't pretend you don't you can't do it oh yeah absolutely That's to not, anyone else not, yeah. no it's just reality it's human it feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com slash DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. We have been all over in this conversation, but, you know, it is still vaguely related to our bodies. So we're catching up. We're catching up. Exactly. And we're going to take the rest of the show. We're going to do um, we're going to do some DMs. We have lots of questions. They range. Most of them are sort of dating adjacent, which we have a dating guru here. <laughs> a true guru. <laughs> a true guru. We have someone who dates here. Yeah. <laughs> A guy who dates. That's, a that's guy. A better... We have a guy. We have a guy here. <laughs> yeah, he's he claims to be ten percent away from the guy you're dating. The, so, the, well, I do believe that. I think any I answer believe that I generally give too. is is within ten percent. I'm I'm not going to be able to nail what you're dealing with, but I can I can give a very honest perspective that I hope doesn't make me sound horrible because sometimes it does sound horrible because honesty is very tough to give. It's true. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna go through these DMs. First question. I actually wondered about this a lot. Do men care about spanks and shapewear? Like, is it weird to get naked and see them? Do you know what spanks are? Do you of know what shapewear is? Okay. How long have <laughs> I been doing stuff with betches? Are you kidding? Right. Me? Obviously. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, no. I. They have men's spanks now. How would you feel if you saw? I. My brother actually just sent me. It was a men's spanks and a different brand, but it was um. It was a shapewear to like make them look better in a t-shirt. And I actually thought, 
what would a woman feel if they saw a guy, if they got into bed with someone and the guy like kind of took that off? Because I would say for a woman, I would say I've never been in the position to see the Spanx kind of like in re- in real IRL in real. That's life. what like I was I, gonna ask. But I, yes. that's what I meant when I asked you know what they are. Like, have you seen? Has a girl like undressed and they're they're on? Maybe they have, and I haven't noticed. So I'm just being completely honest. Or I would assume because when I saw the male Spanx, I was like, how would that work? How would I wear that under a t-shirt and then maybe hook up? Um, and and I'm like, I don't have a purse to put it in. <laughs> Like, I could see if I was with a woman, she was like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And then, like, she takes it off. And I, I don't know how the ease you of taking it off it or You stuff it in on. the jeans pocket. It's a little hard to get off. I won't lie. Like, if you're wearing jeans, you have to take the jeans off and then take them off. Honestly, this is encouraging to hear because, you like, it seems like you don't really notice, which is the- what people are asking. We don't notice, and and sometimes it's fu- – I think sometimes women rely on the stupidity of a man when it comes to their emotional intellect, and I think that's a mistake. I think you should re- I think you should rely on the stupid- stupidity on the man when it comes to, like, the physical stuff and, like, just, like, like yeah. thoughts like these. Because to me, I've never – I'm being totally honest with you. And if I saw it, I would go – like a lot of times Spanx makes sense to me. It's like with a shapely dress, you know, like I, yeah. I like when I, so when I see, when I hear of Spanx being used, it's not like usually, and I'm not saying for everybody and I just don't know, but I would, I, it's not like for a t-shirt and jeans. Like, it's no, you for, can, some people you, do. Okay. So maybe some people do, but I'm saying I've never yeah. noticed that, but the only right. time I've ever even taken notice to it is because it's being worn with a dress where it's like a part of feeling good in the dress and I've always been like yeah of course I would do that too if I had to wear like a dress that was like going to be like tough to wear the whole night so yeah I think if you just kind of act normal about it and like they're like I don't think most guys like really know the full gamut of like female undergarments so just like it's another undergarment <laughs> so I guess I when I saw the uh the male Spanx I was like when would I use it? Okay. I would use it on for, stage. On stage or um in a suit. Because I want to like yeah. look good in a suit and I always have issues with like my shirt coming untucked and things like that and I want to fit well into a suit. I don't think I would wear it like in, in a situation otherwise. So I would I, probably not either. Like I yeah, would so wear them yeah. on stage or in a dress or depending on like what I was wearing, but probably never with t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. I just, um, and also remember like to remind, to remind people how stupid, like how like men kind of think I thought of eggs being put in a freezer <laughs> when I heard freezing eggs. So like, <laughs> so like how much Again. could I know about the specs? <laughs> it's true. Okay. Along, along those lines, Spanx are obviously used to hide the stomach. Do you guys actually care about the size of a woman's stomach? Do you notice? I mean, he, I, I think like this is so much more in the weeds than a guy gets. Like mm-hmm. it's, I think I, did we talk about this last time where I'm like, Men are like an automatic transition, like turn the car on and go, you know, like it's like so I like 
so anything when it comes to like noticing your body or like like no one's going to notice the things in your body as much as you first of all and then second of all like the guy is on the i don't think guys go on dates with women they're attracted to trust that like guys are no guy is on a date be and this is kind of like i got a question like this yesterday where a woman was like i didn't i wasn't attracted to him but he's a nice guy should i go on another date and i'm like i don't i don't know like you can do whatever you want i really don't care um, but, <laughs> that's why but, that's that's why people subscribe to Patreon. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, yeah. You want you want to be answered? You got to pay. No, I um, yeah. I no. But I said I was like, just understand, the guy does think you're hot. The guy you went on a date with that you're not sure about, he went because he thinks you're hot. He's trying to see if you're cool as well. And cool again. That's not to say it's not, cool is not a a not a popular girl. Not like oh, cool. Not like high cool. school version of cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, is is he? Are you a match with him personality wise? He's trying to, and it's like you're on the date going. I think he's cool, but I don't know if I'd fuck him. He's going on the date going. I would fuck her. I'm not sure if she's cool, and and then so right. if you think of it from that perspective, then you should be wildly confident on your date because that guy thinks you're so hot that he left the house. And that is a good thing. So the idea that you get into bed with him and he's like, that stomach, ugh, like that's not how he's thinking. He's right. going, I'm with the hot chick in bed. You know, again, this is like uh, when it comes to like, again, women give men no emotional intellect and then they and then they give them all the physical intellect in the world. And it's it should be flip-flopped. Like I, I, I just. Yeah, I mean, I think it was kind of like drilled into us that like, Attraction is all that matters for men. And if you like look hot, like like you have to look hot first and then all of your other qualities get get evaluated. And I yes. do think the dating apps sort of like reinforce that. Totally. But I also don't think men are given credit. And we've done this to ourselves, like because we were in middle school, like being gross assholes. Uh, but we but um we're not giving credit for like, we like a lot of things, you know, like we like a lot of, I always say this on the U up and I, I've, it's become redundant now because I say it so much, but I truly do believe it. Like go on a porn website. There's different categories. All of those categories exist because so many men search them that they just were like, here's a hyperlink. Let's make it easy on them. So, right. so many men <laughs> yeah. agree that this, so you are one of those categories and every category exists. So like, right. If you want to make something kind of icky, more positive, you could be like, this guy's here because he's into what I'm selling. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And 
They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. One should ask themselves, have I ever been attracted to something that is not, like, conventionally attractive? Like, that is not perfect by measures, like, it's not asymmetric, you know, it's not perfectly symmetrical. Like, you've been attracted to things that are not perfect, so... Imagine that even while you are not perfect and nobody is, someone can be attracted to you. I like curvy women. And every time I see it's funny because like on my explore page, I'll end up like seeing a bunch of like uh, like plus size models and I'll like go to their pages and like I'll see a woman that I think is hot and I'll go look at her page and then I'll see like, you know, how you could see like a friend of yours who has liked it. Yeah. You know, like like yeah, the only, so- you see the one name of the friend. And, yeah. and it's always funny to me. I see. Like guys, I'm like, oh, he's he thinks she's hot too. Like this is his type too. You know, like it's like always interesting to me. And it's like, yeah. And I see it from every type of guy. So like this question, where it's like, do guys notice your stomach? I mean, I, no. You know, <laughs> like I, right. I like it's like they notice you as a whole and they're into you. But if even if they're getting to the point where they're in bed with you, like they've already thought this through. Like it's not there isn't like right. a. Oh, I got to go. Like, And listen, this isn't to say these things don't happen. I'm not saying like there's like always extreme cases. Someone can always point to somebody who is really a messed up piece of shit that acts like a piece of shit. And you can't avoid that. That's life. But I'm saying generally. Right. Yeah, no, I, com- I completely agree with you on that. I mean, someone asked, do guys worry what their friends will think if they date someone like not small or – there's other questions like, do men care as much as we think about being about their partner being bigger? And I will say this as someone in my own relationship who has, I've, you know, in, a, in the beginning of our relationship, I was like, when I was like really thin, I was kind of like obvious size, but now I'm much bigger than him. And like, he does not, it, I, I guess it, after so many times, it has finally registered that it's true that he doesn't care. Mm. And like, I know women like blame themselves because even if men like a lot of different things, it's been drilled into us by like societal messaging that we have to look like this list of features. So I think women blame their looks when actually it's just like not vibing for another reason. Like you cannot, two very good looking people cannot vibe. And not the match, but also maybe it's that person's not looking for more, you know, like, and it has nothing to do with that. Like, and if anything, like, other men I you don't really hear from in that way. Like I I have no friend of mine would be like I've actually heard more from other women than mm-hmm. than men when it comes to like people's looks. Like I if I if I'm being Like totally like what do you honest. mean? Like if you're like with someone who's like curvier, like you'll get I I've had other women make comments. Interesting. Not Probably men. because my and I my guess again goes back to the societal messaging. Like, even though men have lots of different tastes, 
we are taught that they actually only have like two types and that's like sure. a blonde Victoria's Secret model or a brunette Victoria's <laughs> Secret model. Yeah, yeah, so you right. have to be yeah. one of those. And if you're not, then like, why would a guy want to date yeah, you? And if you're single and, and as a woman, if you're single and you're like, you are very attractive, you're probably like, why, why is it so hard for me? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, like in, this is societal stuff that like, again, I, and I'm not trying to make men look like saints here. I'm just trying to make them more normal. Like I'm just mm. like, it's like, I'm trying to like uh, say that it's not again, like what you just said, like it's not a two, two lane road. It's like, it's mm. just very, it's way more gray. It's maybe it's way more like also like it's, you know, it's hard to not include your body and stuff like it. Like, listen, when I go on a date, if I don't feel good about myself, it's it's going to be a bad day, you know, <laughs> like it's um, right. So that that works into it, too, where it's like maybe, you know, if you're wondering these things, it's 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 more that you're just not comfortable on the day to begin with. It doesn't matter who was there. Right. Or not comfortable in your body or your, you know, honestly, like people like you were saying, like there are instances where men will mistreat a woman and maybe make a comment about her looks. Someone asked, um, someone asked, I don't know how to stop taking, you have such a pretty face as an insult to the rest of my body. And well, that is a, without giving, is it? It's just annoying. Like why even what, like why not just, it's a compliment. It's a compliment, but I can understand why they're annoyed by that. Like to me, to me, I read that and I'm like, I don't know how to tell you that, that you have a lot of it, like that's an insecurity. If you take a compliment about your face as an insult about your body, then that means that's about you're filling in what you your feelings about your body. I the only uh, to, listen, it's totally an insecurity. Everyone has insecurities, but I I have people do shit like that all the time. Like where it's like where you can tell they're saying things to just say things and it's not like like what's an example that's not from your parents (laughs) if i if i go on stage and someone's like it was a lot of energy like no one went on stage you you have good energy no no one went on stage for good energy or if someone says i can't compliment no i you go on the comedy club stage and to me if they said i have good energy they didn't think i was funny like I, what if I, they, what if they also the, thought you were funny? What if they thought you were funny, and then the additional thing that attracts them to you is your good energy? But that's a, but that's a different type of compliment. Like that's a to me, these are so easy to communicate that I can't understand why someone wouldn't communicate it. So it's like for that person who is able to go, you have such a pretty face. Why they have the ability to be like, hey, I know this is like. I don't want to say like you're beautiful in general, but your face gorgeous. Like, you know, like there's a way to say things. If I know well, how to say them, don't then know they... who's, we also don't know who said this to her. Like totally. And but this, how to me, it's an they are. But to me, this is an asshole. Like I, like I, 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 I like you have such a pretty face. It's just like, it's so drummed up. Do you know what I mean? Like I, like it's like if someone came, like if someone came to my show and they go, we just wanted to support. I'm like, 
nah, I'm good. Facts. Like, yeah. you know, like I'm good. I'm not like begging people. Yeah. You can come and I'm giving you, like, I do believe like I'm giving you a good show. So you, you know, you either got one or you didn't and that's okay. But you're not doing me any favors because I am giving, there's something I am providing here in the way of a show. So it, it, to me, it's like, I do think everything happens for a reason, you know, like. Well, you, you know, what's interesting as I'm hearing you explain how you interpret this. And what you sort of like project onto it, like you, you're mm. thinking of, oh, this is similar to when someone says this to me. Sure. I'm like, I'll tell you where I'm coming from. Okay. I'm coming from somewhere, someone who was always very insecure about her face. Mm. And so I only wanted to be told I had a pretty face. So mm. when someone, when I read this, I'm like, oh, like that's a great compliment. <laughs> like, tell me that. Totally. <laughs> and well, I wouldn't take it as an automatic insult. So I, you know, it's hard to it's hard to tell who this person is, like but that's who's again saying it why, to her. But again, that's why the person who said it is an asshole. Like, you know, like the person who said it, like it's just like if you don't know the person and like the thing is we don't know everybody. We don't know what people's insecurities are. We don't know that you right. would like a, a compliment on your face and she would like a compliment on her body. How would you know? Right. But also like why would they dive into this game anyways? Like in the first place. Like what at what but like why not just say you look beautiful tonight? Like if you don't know the person like to get into the weeds well, okay. on just looks. Just to, to refute to refute that. You know how Jordana's always like I want a specific compliment. What looks beautiful? Mm. Well, Jordana yeah. wants that from Jordana wants that from her fiance. Maybe this is from a guy that this girl's dating, like or guys who she dates. Oh uh, well, if that I don't know. I think you got to get to know someone before you can, right? You know, like get specific. I don't know. Like I, I don't know. I just I would I would rather live in a world with like with nobody commenting. Like I, I just know. Like I talk about this on stage sometimes, where it's like. You know, if you talk about your weight, someone will be like, well, you're not fat. Like when someone says that, it's so annoying because it's like now you've created a debate out of nowhere. Right. You've created right. like someone else in the room. Like I always think of the other person in the room being like, well, you know, they could lose a few. You know, like it's like and it's yeah. like whenever people do those definitive statements, they're trying to like scream insecurities out of you almost. They're like like to refute yeah. like and it's like who even said I was fat? You know, like I, I'm talking right. about having to lose a few pounds, you know, like, you know, right, so right. It just like yeah. it reveals something about these people. I don't know. Maybe I sound, I'm my I, I, I understand where the sensitivity comes from to this person. I think everyone sort of has like their own sensitivities and it is like a context question. Mm hmm. We have two of a similar question. One person gained 30 pounds from a medical issue. One person has a recent breakup and won't allow herself to get back on the apps until she loses 10 pounds. They're both asking, like, should I wait to date until I lose this new new weight? I, well, you should wait until you're comfortable being on a date. I don't think you should wait until you lose. Putting the number on it is just not fair to yourself. Maybe this is you know, who you are now. Like maybe, you know, life isn't really about getting 30 pounds lighter. Maybe life is about getting healthier. Maybe life is about, maybe maybe you become comfortable in this way. Maybe, you, you know, I don't know what happens, but I can say, look, let me give an example. Last night I went on a date, okay? And before the date, I got dressed. I put on these pants. The pants fit pretty good. I was cool with them. 
but they were a little tighter, a little snugger. But to go with them, I kind of felt like I needed a tighter, snugger shirt. I couldn't wear. I hate the. I hate having a bellowing shirt or billowing shirt with yeah. a tighter pant. I don't want to look like a fucking, you know, stick figure with a box on top. So <laughs> <laughs> two little you twig and your legs. shirt problems. Like you do need to create a shirt brand. I hope you realize this. Well, it's it's. I'm an XL frame with a with a large length. But I'll move on. So I, so I, I was like really upset. I was like I didn't even want to go. I like I put on a shirt that went with it. It just didn't look right. It was too tight. The t- you know the top was not matching with the bottom. Then I put on my other. Je- so I took off the pants. I put on other jeans. I put on a t-shirt. I'm actually wearing it right now. A white t-shirt, which I would never really wear, but the white t-shirt. Felt nice, and it was like, but it was belt. It was a little bit bigger. It couldn't have been worn with the pants because it would have looked a little ridiculous. It could be worn with these jeans that were a little bit looser, a little bit less, uh, you know, form trendy, trendy, or uh, they were both trendy. Uh, So they, (laughs) um, and uh, and I actually felt good about going on the date. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, this is this is kind of my point. Like maybe they go and like get a new outfit that makes them feel great. You know, maybe they go and like, and I'm not, maybe they, they take out some clothes from the back of the closet that maybe were a little bigger in the past and that you didn't really feel good in that you might feel better in now. I'm saying create the atmosphere of a good date and you'll be, you'll have a good time. Like I, I understand where they're coming from. And, and also if you can't do that, then don't wait till you go shopping and feel good about something. Like I, I, I really do think you, you look, you look how you feel and it all relates. I completely agree with that. Like waiting for, the number to to hit download on on the app is just sure. like is not i think that you're ultimately not even just shooting yourself in the foot with dating i think you're sort of shooting yourself in the foot with um accepting yourself in other ways because mm-hmm. all that time that you're like i can't date i can't date like think about having that voice in your head all the time like that's not a great um mindset to be in i mean how bad of a monday is that i got to lose 30 pounds and then and I can't even date while I'm doing it. Like, it's like, right. What a mountain yeah. you've created for yourself. Maybe it's like, well, maybe for some people it's like an out. It's like, I don't have to put myself out there until, sure. until this, you know, and it's an excuse. Yeah. I, I mean, that's perfectly reasonable excuse. I, yeah. I, I would, I've done that to myself too. And, um, I don't yeah. think like, I, I just think like a good solution would be feeling and maybe taking some new pictures and feeling like I think another thing that people get in their head is I don't look like the app. Well, let's or don't look like my profile. It's like you you probably look more for like your profile than you're like giving yourself credit for. But also, let's go do a photo shoot day. Let's go. Let's right. go feel good about the pictures. I think the more confident you are in, you know, again, this goes back to like knowing you're on a date with someone that, you know, is attracted to you. Like like they're only there like people don't. I, you know, if you, I, I do believe in like economics and I think there's an economics to like, you know, to like people only do things when it's in their best interest and someone goes on their date because they, you know, they're taking up their time because they believe being on a date with you is in their best interest. So if your profile, like if you were like, that's me, I look great. I look like fun and single and flirty, then you're going to be even more happy on the date. Also, I do think that our everyone there's so much emphasis on pictures like these still images mm. and the initial 
match can happen through pictures, like through seeing a picture of an attractive person. But I actually think true attraction happens in person, like the back and forth, the chemistry, the way that person moves. Like you can't capture the way someone moves. And if you find that attractive, like in a picture, like they might, this, this really hot guy might walk really fucking weird. And you might just be like, I can't with that walk. Like, you know, like there's certain things that you can't, you know, would people think Pete Davidson is like, if you had a swipe on guys, which one is going to get to date Kim Kardashian? Like you probably wouldn't <laughs> swipe that Pete Davidson could. People are so obsessed with Pete. Just yeah. the obsession with how he gets certain women amongst He's women. He's obviously very charming in person. Like clearly. I, we started together, so I know Pete. Oh. Um, I, I, he's a good guy. And yes, he's a charming dude. And he's got height. He is good looking. I don't understand. I Like I really do. Like I'm like, I get. He's also I mean, got he's, like a lot of bad boy to him. Like he's funny. But he doesn't look like and, Brad Pitt. You know, he doesn't well, look but, like your classic handsome man. Like he has I think, a. I think if Pete, if I think if Pete played an instrument, people would get it more. Totally. So yes, and and I see and that. but Pete, it looks like a a rock star. Like if you see yeah, him in does. person, so like and he always has had that look, but it's like over time, you know. Now he's on SNL. He's known. Also, women love um, men who other women have have like, yeah, exactly. Women have like, loved, yes, he's been approved by Ariana Grande. So like that is like a. <laughs> A yeah. thing in itself to other women, so I, yes. I do understand. Like, it's like it's like bidding up the price of a house. It's like because the bid was really high. Yeah, like you can get even more high bids. And Pete is super funny and and you know fun to be around. So I, I understand. I understand yeah, it, but it's so funny it. to me how people are like, and he's with Kim Kardashian now, and people go crazy. It's like hilarious. <laughs> It is very funny. Okay, I have one brief topic. I know we're at like an hour, but there is one topic I do want to like address because I think it's really important. Mm. And it is the question of like how to bring the news of your disordered eating or your eating disorder or whatever like weird idiosyncratic thing you have that you're mm. embarrassed about or self-conscious about, whatever it is. How do you bring that up in a new relationship or a budding relationship or like early dating or whatever, you know, whenever you need to bring it up? I was thinking about this today because I, I, you know, we're taping this Monday and, you know, again, I, I, I'm guilty of like the, you know, Monday I got to fix everything in my life and then Friday forgetting about everything I need to fix. So I'm very mm -hmm. guilty of that. And, but I was thinking today about like, I think it's like a, t I'm thinking for myself. Okay. And I'm speaking to myself right now because I obviously have disordered eating. <laughs> like <laughs> if anyone yes. has heard me on this show, <laughs> uh, I mean, this conversation today should tell everyone, of course I do. I'm sitting there worried about ordering apps at a bar and then sneaking downstairs and getting more chips. Okay. Um, I, I, when I was in a relationship, I was not, I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting that I like, when I was in a relationship, I was, I was still drinking and eating and having these issues and it was coming out in other ways. And then like, whereas like going to dinner and like eating so much at dinner, even with my partner that I was like, just so I didn't, so that I wouldn't be hungry later in the night. And, and 
getting food behind their back, like going and getting food and then coming home, like doing things like that. Like I was doing the things and now that I'm single, I'm doing these things, but like without worry of being watched. So they're happening, you know, they're happening more freely. So I'm like, it's interesting that like, and I hope I'm not rambling at all, but I, it is interesting that I was still late night eating in the relationship. I'm still doing it now out of and single and there's an element of like I I have to start figuring out how to fix it on my own. A relationship won't fix it. And oh, I never. don't think that's yeah, yeah, and I don't think that's like new advice, but I'm like I think like so so it's like a combination like I like I have to start being better on my own because like and I do have this thought of like well, you're in a relationship and then you'll be better because you won't be going out as much and you won't be drinking as much and you won't be eating as much, but you do it. You find other ways to do it and it's not going to yeah. get fixed by, because you know, you two decide to go to bed at the same time. Like I, so well, I, my, what if, okay. My question is now like, what if a girl, let's, let's say you didn't have this, like you didn't understand this. Let's say, how would you feel if the girl you were dating came and described the problems you have to you? Like, how would you take that? Or like, what would your um, reaction to that be? And you did, in this scenario, you don't have the problems, but like, it's hard to I think of it you're with a, me you're not a having normal the understanding guy. I, I, I guess I would, I wouldn't understand what I was getting involved with. Do you but know what I mean? You, like, I don't think, I don't think a woman understands what she's getting involved with with me. Like, I think she does. <laughs> like, I don't think like I, and also like I reveal it in a funny, fun way. Like, I'm like, yeah, I go out and drink. Sometimes I eat till I uh, eat till I shit myself. You know, like, ah, ha, 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 ha. and it's like, <laughs> you know, like. Well, what would be the best way for a girl to reveal that to you? Like, how would you? What would make you see, not be like this is fucking weird? You know, not that it I, is I, weird. I, it's it not. Isn't, it's not about being weird. It's about like, I think if if a woman told me, hey, like I'm really trying to better myself at something, like. But I never I'm trying to think of how I would say it and I would never say it that way. I'd be like I would make a joke out of it. You're I would saved find... from having to say it because any woman you're dating is going to be familiar with your comedy. They're not gonna be like, Oh, I've never heard him but even talk when you about make, his But when yeah. you make jokes about something, you don't assume it's like an actual issue. No, no, I do. You know you do? No one's I... able Yeah. I mean, as someone who writes I, yes. I do as a like someone who's like a writer and we've yes. done betches and we've like, you know, been able to sort of, of satirize things like I know that if someone can really be like super on point about something, that means they intimately understand it or have been like very close to it. Mm. They're not just making it like they're not just funny about this because like they randomly can observe something that they've never seen. No, I, I like personally. I hear you. Like you wouldn't be able to talk about that if you didn't really spend like a lot of years worrying like with a about personal it. connection to it. I and mm-hmm. yeah, I I don't know. I I'm in the scenario that you're talking about where it's like I I hear about this person. Like I don't think, like I I I think like I think when you're in a relationship, you go love conquers all, and if we like each other, we'll figure our, our way through this. Like I I think like when it comes to like. Like if you come on the date and you say I have an eating disorder, that's different than to me than coming on the date and going, you know, I'm just 
working through this thing where I eat at night when I'm drunk and it's like the worst. And well, what, you if, know what, I mean? what if the person says like, I have been in eating disorder recovery for two years. Like they had a re- like a, like they maybe they had to go to an inpatient thing. Like they had a, they had an eating just, you know, diagnosed and were really treated. And someone said like, I'm in recovery. That's not a deal breaker to me. That's not like something I hear and I run away. I would hear that and I go, tell me more. Like, mm-hmm. um, how are you doing now? I'm, I'm sorry. I would, you know, I'm sorry to hear that you went through that. But I would also like, you know, if I was hitting it off with them, like, I, you know, I would assume that this is information someone gives when they're comfortable with the person. Like, that's that's the other thing. Like, not everyone deserves every piece of information about you. So, like, I, I don't think that this comes out on a first date if you're not comfortable with the person. I would assume this comes out when you go, I trust this person with this information. So I would assume that we're like farther along than just, hey, my name is Jared. Hey, my name is Sammy. Uh, right. By the way, I'm in recovery. Like, I don't think, yeah. or you met like, you know, in a, you met in the person's going through recovery and that's fine too. I just think like, it, you know, you work up to some information. That's okay. Um, I would just have more questions. I'd be like, uh, how are you doing with it now? Like, what do you do? Like, what steps do you take? Like, um, is being on this date like is this okay like is there any dates that you can't go on like you know right. it would be more questions and curiosity and like also knowing like how you know because I think if you have the ability and this is an assumption but if you have the ability to bring it up on a date then you also are working on it you know like totally you're yeah so I think like everyone has baggage everyone's holding on to luggage and what's inside of it is different for everybody, but everyone has stuff, you know, like totally. everyone has reveals and things they have to tell their partner. And I I don't think like, and also like what I would say to like, if someone's out there dealing with these things, many, many men are dealing with these things too, with eating and body and dysphoria's. And, you know, I do these jokes for men and women and I like doing it as a man because I think it can show people that like, hey, even the most confident looking guy is dealing with body issues. So I think like if you're talking to someone about food and wanting to lose weight, like, listen, I'm out in the pier every day working out. It's men and women are working out. Everyone there is it's 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 all different flavors. So we have these very popular place to work out. Oh, I'm hanging. I love it. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think honestly what you said, like treat it sort of like any other big reveal, like. You know, maybe you have a family issue. Maybe you have like debt or you have another, you know, maybe you've had something in your history that you're you want to deal with or another sort of like mental illness, whatever it is. Like, Mm -hmm. I think I agree with you that treating it like any of those things and then if your partner or the person you're dating can be responsive back to you in a way that is understanding, then clearly that tells you about your compatibility also, not just like is this guy accepting me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I totally, I agree. It's, um, it's, and it's hard. It's just hard. Like understand that like, there's no right answer. There's no right time. Like, and someone's going to look at the, you know, I think when people, we play red flag deal breaker on you up and that, that kind of like, it's mostly for it's for jokes like the idea that someone like hears one thing and they're like i'm out of here that's not what it is you You never just hear one thing like there's always like a million things you're observing that you are liking in different degrees or not liking in different degrees it's never like everything's a 10 and then this thing yeah (laughs) it's never so 
Yeah. But yeah, no, I think this has been a very, I hope, helpful episode. Um, we are going to, Jared is going to be back later in the week for our Dear DST episode. And Jared, tell us where, what shows you have coming up? What can, oh. what can everyone, where can everyone find you other than the UUP live show on December 8th? Oh yeah, you up live on December eighth. Everyone needs to go uh, to come to that show. It's an event. It is so much fun. We bring people on stage. We give dating app makeovers. We do deal reveals. We read people's texts and try to figure out what's going on. It's just we play red flag deal breaker. We give out paddles and stuff. It's just such a fun night. So I'm gonna be in Phoenix and Syracuse and St. Louis, and I have a lot more dates coming. Um, but if you go to my website, jaredfree.com, you can get all the tickets, including the U Up Live and, oh, also uh, Mexico for Jordana's wedding. So that's, that's <laughs> He's my... not performing, though. Yeah, or no, are no, you performing? I, I will be watching. Um, it is. Uh, so it's, it goes Mexico. I kind of wish you had to give a toast. Oh, no way. I am so happy to not. And I'm so excited to <laughs> hit that dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm very <laughs> excited. So go to jaredfree.com. Tune into our Thursday episode and um, follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow. If you have any questions or non-scale wins, email DST at Betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe, please. We would really appreciate it. And um, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong and Sean Kilby. Social media by Sydney Rafe. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.